Ciao ragazzi, what's going on guys? The seventh episode of the Milan Guys podcast. It's been a couple weeks, been I think two weeks since our last episode, so it's good to be back. Um, the co-host Mike, he is right now actually just trying to buy some tickets for a concert. Um, so he, I think he's in the waiting line or something like that online. So he, he's going to join in after. He's here, but he's going to join in a bit. Um, and we have a very special guest today, his first time on the show. Uh, Rodrigo, a friend of mine from Italian Football Daily and now from the Touchline. But Rodrigo, how's it going, man? Thanks for being here. Good, Luca, good. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure being here. It's my first podcast, so. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be sick. I'm it's going to be great. You guys. Dude, it's, it's, it's awesome. Even though the season's not on anymore, doing the podcast this time of year, especially with the Mercato Milan's had, with different news every single day, it's been really entertaining and uh, everybody wants to hear about it, right? So, Let's get right into it. So a few weeks ago uh, was our last podcast, and we so Kessie was announced and Musacho was announced. So now, last week we uh, officially announced Ricardo Rodriguez from Wolfsburg for I think around 18 million euros. A really, really, really good deal in my eyes. Um, if Wolfsburg had a good season this year, they didn't almost get relegated. I think Rodriguez at 24 years old is definitely a, a fullback that's worth over 30 million euros. Well, almost like an Alexandro type purchase. And we got him for 18 million euros. Um, his agent came out and said he always wanted Milan. And we, we signed him. We, we closed it up. That, it's a huge upgrade in the fullbacks. You saw how good, full, how big of an impact fullbacks can make for Real Madrid, right? Real Madrid for Marcelo and Carvalho. They were good. You know, we need good fullbacks. And Ricardo Rodriguez is a perfect signing for that. And I'm happy we locked him up too. Um, so that's great. And let's just let's talk about Rodriguez for a little bit. Rodrigo, I'm not sure how much, uh, how much Bundesliga you watch, but do you have anything to add on Ricardo Rodriguez and what he'll add to this team in a 4-3-3 or even a 3-5-2? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think he's got a lot of dimensions to his game. Um, uh, obviously, last last year and years before, the fullback position for Milan was, you know, wasn't as strong as you'd like it to be. And adding him, um, you know, it, it 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 definitely improves the squad. Not only for you know his difference in quality as opposed to De Chiglio and Antonelli or Van Van Hione, but I think I think he 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 adds a lot to the team. He can play in the center back role. He can get up and down the field. His shooting is a one. And I think that's huge for, for fullback. You know, the Milan just signed Andre Silva, which we'll get to later. And he's a box player. They have um, other threats. And having someone like Ricardo Rodriguez who brings that uh, physicality and that uh, field vision and creativity and and with, with all the trades that he has, I think for $18 million, the price that Milan got, it, it's definitely a steal. You know, his agent came out and said that he had a lot of offers from other teams. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the, the fullback market is, you know, it's not the – it's not as big as, as it would be in other positions right now. And, you know, I think the fact that he chose Milan himself over other teams speaks volumes, you know. it uh, Definitely the club has gotten more pulled thanks to the the closing of the sale, you know, the uh, Chinese investors coming in. It, it, um, it, it, if, you, if you look at it from a player's point of view, it, it motivates you because you want to be – you don't just want to go play in a club that's, you know – to minutes you know it's a world cup year so you're not just looking for minutes but you're also thinking long term you want to you want to be in a club where you know that there's a clear project going on and where they take you serious and i think that rodriguez so far has been one of the most important signings because of uh, because of his stock you know I, I i do agree with what you said but with the whole relegation thing i think if Wolfsburg had finished top five top six and maybe we don't get him as easily but um we were able to, and, and it's good to see that the Milan management jumped on it. I, I can't wait to see him get started. For sure. And like you said, he's a guy who can, in, a, in Montella's 4-3-3, uh, he can slot in at the left-back role. And if in emergency situations, he can also slot in the center-back role. He did that all season for Wolfsburg last year. And uh, another good dimension, you know, like I said before, if, we, if Montella has to shift to a 3-5-2, he can play the center-back role. Right and the left center back, right? It doesn't matter. So that you know what you need these type of players in this day and age with injuries, you know, and especially we'll hope we play in Europa League. You know, should we qualify with more games, more competition? 
more competitions, you know, injuries happen and you got to have players who are, who are utility guys who can play at different spots and effective level. That's kind of how you, uh, how you succeed, you know, just looking at Italy, like, you know, Juve put Mandzukic in a left wing role and it worked out for them. Right. So you just, you got to try out things and stuff. And, and yeah, I'm honestly really excited to see Rodriguez. 24 years old. He's still young. He's entering his prime. Um, he's a well-known player. Like people know him for Switzerland and stuff. So he's a good player. And I, I'm really happy with the signing, honestly. Um, and that leads to our next signing, who we announced on Monday, Monday uh, morning, afternoon. Uh, our star striker, Porto's Andre Silva, the Portuguese international. Amazing signing. Like we were saying before we started the show, it was a purchase that was really Massimo Mirabelli and Marco Fassone met with George Mendes. That's all we knew about, though. On the low, Andre Silva flew to, flew to Milano, went to Milanello, and nobody knew. Nobody knew a thing. He was here for two – we don't even know how many days he was here for. He could have been here for two days. No one knew. This is how you have to do deals. You do it on the low. Other teams don't steal your targets like Juve or, you know, what we've seen in the past. You're able to close deals like that. You know, we had a – George Mendes is just like Raiola. He's a really popular agent. And the fact that we, uh, that we were able to secure Andre Silva in such a short period of time with nobody else knowing is absolutely magnificent. And I, I, give, I tip my hat to Massimo Mirabelli and Marco Fassone because to make a deal with Mendes, to uh, Andre Silva's bio clause is 60 million euros, and we got him for 38 plus 2 million bonuses. That's 22, 20 million less in the bio clause. Usually you don't see that. Rodrigo. What do you? I, I've watched a lot of Andre Silva because I have a lot of Portuguese friends. You know, I've watched Portuguese, the Portugal national team, watched a little bit of Porto and the Champions League and stuff. What do you make of Andre Silva? You know, he's he's going to wear number ten or number nine, but hopefully number ten because I want Lapadula to stay. But what do you think Andre Silva can add to this team as a star striker? I think he can add a lot of things. You know, I he's a he's pacey. Strong, he's smart, he's physical, very technical. I, I watch a lot of him too. In the I like watching the Portuguese leagues, mainly the big teams, obviously. And what I notice a lot about him is that, pose, you know, for as old, as young as he is, and and you know, and you make some people may call him inexperienced in some areas. He he stays composed. He doesn't he doesn't seem to get lost in, like get lost in games. And he, he I think he's a really good. There's a lot of uh, a lot. If you if I don't know if you or anyone or anyone else has watched his player highlights, but if you take if you take a look at them, he his vision for for a center forward is really good, and that I think is something that Milan have lacked a lot in Baca and Lapadula. I think Lapadula did really good in linking up play and uh, and and keeping possession, but that was one of, uh, in my opinion, one of Baca's main weaknesses was uh, his ability to retain the ball, dribble past people, and you know, and get his team up forward. And I think that Silva will learn a lot in that. I, I also tip my hat off to management for closing this off. Yeah, no, for sure, honestly. And Cardiff during the Champions League. Um, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I was really shocked to hear that he was a, he had already taken his test at Milanello, and he was he was getting ready to sign the contract. And that that's another it's another move that speaks volumes for Milan. You know, it's a it's a deal that you know he was one of he's easily one of Europe's most promising strikers. And and the fact that Milan were able to not only close the deal quickly but convince him is is really good. I think I think it's uh, it's good that they've established a a good business relationship with with Jorge Mendes, and hopefully there will be more more deals made between between both parties. No, for sure. Honestly, George Mendes, Jorge Mendes, you know, George Jorge. Um, he, he's, uh, he's the agent of a lot of top players, you know, as is Raiola. Um, but honestly, hey, <clears throat> with the Donnarumma situation with Raiola, Mirabelli said, screw you, Raiola. We're going ha- to hang out with Mendes and take his clients instead. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Good business. I think so. Mendes, is, you know, we all know the names that he carries. And if Milan, you know, we are, they already closed a deal with him. Both parties seem to be very happy, and I, I hope that they do more. I, mm-hmm. I do think that, that Milan fans will have to be a little patient with Silva. I, as talented as he is, I don't expect him to hit the ground running. Um, you know, he's got to settle into the club, settle into the culture, the style of play. Um, I don't recall Milan having any players who speak Portuguese. 
you know, to, to some people, this may not be a big deal, but if you're thinking about, you know, player adjustment and how we will adapt to, to the team, I think, I think it'll be, uh, it's a key point for him, but I, I think he'll be okay. I think, I think he'll do his talking on the pitch, but um, I, I do hope that, that Milan, that the management, the team and the fans especially are patient with him and, and let him get settled in because he truly can become something special and, and he he'll need the 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 club and the fans to have his back on that. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, with the language thing, he does speak. I I'm pretty sure he speaks English a little bit. Oh, nice. So, um, I don't know. I if he speaks English, we got a few guys who speak English in the club. So you know, like Suzo speaks English. Uh, who else? Yeah, Suzo. People speaks a little bit. <laughs> Montalivo speaks a little bit of English. Um, if Delafeu comes back, he'll speak a little bit of he'll speak English. Yeah. Um, who else speaks? Does anybody else speak English? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Well, Fasone speaks English. Did you hear? Did you hear him in the video? Yeah, he's. That's actually pretty pretty good English. I was, it's pretty I was, good. Yeah. I don't know about Mirabelli, but definitely. Yeah, Mirabelli. I don't think he's English. <laughs> That guy, that guy just does his talking with businessmen. Yeah, no, he just, he just, uh, he just, uh, he, he does a madness. He just does a yeah, madness just, all the time. Just that people and gets players. That's his. But style. then again, like Andre, so like with Portuguese, like he, he can like with Spanish. Like we have a few, a few guys who speak Spanish and stuff, right? So you can definitely, like, you can, you're able yeah. to like. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I just, I, I think he'll have no problem adapting. I, I do think he'll need a little bit of time, but. Yeah, you know, I I really I truly haven't been this excited about about a center forward since since we had Pato. No, yeah, no, for sure. He does remind me a little bit of Pato. And what a lot of people have been saying was, uh, like, he Andre Silva is the is the the modern striker. He can play he can play with the ball at his feet. You know, we're seeing less poachers these days, like Gonzagi. You know what I'm trying? Like, you know what I mean? And I love yeah. I love poachers so much. Like, even when I play my side, I try to be a poacher like but um a striker who can play with the ball at his feet is very valuable very very valuable and you know there's a video from breaking the lines on twitter they kind of showed how andre silva is very very effective in holding up the ball linking up play to his uh, to his wingers or midfielders um you know he plays with cristiano ronaldo on portugal and ronaldo has high praise very high praise of him Absolutely. he always well you know, I don't know if, I, if you guys who are listening read this. I'm not sure if you read it, Rodrigo. But before we bought him, Mendes called Cristiano Ronaldo while he was in, like, while, like with Mirabelli and Fasone. And he asked Cristiano Ronaldo to talk about Andre Silva. And he said, yeah, he's an amazing player. And he's the future of Portugal and all this stuff. So, and this was like, like, like he actually called Cristiano to talk to Fasone and Mirabelli. So, I, d- I definitely remember reading something about that. And I think that's good news. You know, a lot of people... You know, you could say that you expected him to say that that he yeah. idolizes Cristiano and that he, you know, and that he sees him as as a reference point. But if if you look at the at the way that Ronaldo carries himself, how he takes care of his body, how despite his age, every year he gets better and better. Mm-hmm. If, if if we have just picked up that mentality in Silva, I I think we got a world class world class player. You know, oh, hundred percent, no, for sure. He's, he's so young, and and yeah. he looks he looks very professional for his age. He looks very mature. He looks super dedicated to his game and. I think that's that's gonna that's gonna impact his his development in a positive way. So I, I I'm so excited to see him get started, yeah. and I do hope he gets number ten because part of me wants La Padula to stay, but you never know what will happen. I know I want La Padula to stay though. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair for a guy who loves Milan that much to get sold, especially when he scored eight goals as a backup, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I, I think I, I think he's he's got he's still got a lot to add to the team. Um, He's got he does his stock does have some value in my opinion. So I yeah, sense if the management tries to you know include him in a package deal for another player. But I think that if Lapadula wants to stay, even if they sign another forward, if he wants to stay, he wants to fight for a spot, he wants to earn his stripes, and I have no problem with that. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna need depth in the tag, we're gonna need competition, and I have no problem with that. But like I said, yeah, for all we know, the management could have already sold him. Yeah, you know what? You're right. We don't even know anymore. Um, so, yeah, Andre Silva, he scored 16 goals in the just in the league for uh, Porto last year, for this last past season. He scored five goals in Champions League. Yeah, and he scored, he scored five goals in six games for Portugal in the qualifying. Um, you know, 
there's actually a few months ago he uh, I don't know if you saw the video or not but a guy put a he he lofted a uh, over the top ball and, and Silva knocked it down on the back heel to Ronaldo oh, Ronaldo smashed oh, yes. the back of the net Ronaldo smashed it and I'm like wow like that's if he can do that if he can hold the ball up like that and create space like that it's someone something we need and it's something that Carlos Baca lacks right he's more of a Carlos Baca you know he's a killer as well he's a good striker he's a fox in the box but. He doesn't really work in a 4-3-3, and we noticed that this season. So, you know, it's Baca needs the service to his foot in the box to score. Um, I, I know. I think Baca was a little unlucky in, in how weak Milan's uh, midfield has been the last couple of years. Oh, of course. Uh, obviously, that we're all hoping that that, that it will be different with, with Andre Silva. And I think we should a lot from that. You know, the club's obviously building – uh, an entire squad, and I'm sure that they'll build around them in, in in future future years as well. So I think that he'll benefit a lot from it. You know, he I don't I think he's he will have the pressure of scoring goals, you know, and coming through. But I think that if with the management building the right team, then some of that pressure will be a little lighter on him, in my opinion, because of if, so. For example, if you bring in Forsberg, or you bring in even Belotti or another forward, then that. You know that makes it hard for opponents because there's more than one name that they have to worry about. You know, back last season, last couple of years, our main threat in, the, in attack was Baca and maybe Bonaventura. And let's be honest, those those weren't, or at least Baca isn't the hardest guy to lock down. And no, exactly. And he's just a fox. He's a fox in the box, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. He he's been killer, and you know he's done a lot for Milan, but. I, I think that Andre Silva is definitely the way forward. And like I said, we'll, we'll need to be patient with him when, when, when he gets started. I mean, I, I am glad that the deal's already done, which means he'll get in a full preseason and he'll have time to adapt and everything. So I think that I expect him to have a pretty positive year. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Season. Oh, yeah. He added a few assists too. So he's definitely a guy who can who can, uh, who can create chances and stuff. And I'm really excited to see him, uh, at the, you know, leading the Milan's attack. And, you know, he, he might not be the only one, right? We've been really linked to uh, Nicola Kalinic from yeah. Argentina. That's which, a, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't even mind Kalinic, to be honest. He's not bad. He's not terrible. Yeah, that, that, that's, I, I agree. I was, I've been talking a lot about him on Twitter. I, I, I do think that $30 million would be a it's a little, it's a little lot. It's kind of much. Definitely, but you know, you also have to consider that you're paying for a direct rivals, you know, yeah. number one striking option. Mm-hmm. And you know, as as much as you know, people may um, may doubt quality, uh, the quality in, in Colony's play. I think that if Montella wants him, if he needs him, if he thinks it'll work, then we have to support him and the management in that. I think Colin is just still a good striker. I think that, you know, considering that we're in the <laughs> Europa League and, you know, obviously in the league, he's very experienced. He he scored a lot against the big teams. He He's an aggressive player. He's he's a, he's almost like like Baca on steroids, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, yeah. I think he's got a lot of the same qualities. He's a little more aggressive and, you know, more physical. So, for I, I for that price, I don't know if I would want him at Milan. If if they can get him for a lower price, it'd be great. But if he ultimately ends up joining, I think I don't think it's a bad move. No. Obviously, there's other options out there that uh, that we'd prefer Milan would be chasing. But you know, we have to trust the management. They've done a good job so far, and they seem to 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 be to they seem to to desire uh, pleasing Montella. You know they want they want to give him what he needs. They want to give him what he asks for. And and that's as fans, that's all that that's all that we can expect is a uh, is that the management trust the coach and you know they satisfy his needs and hopefully that'll give us the results that we need. Yeah, everybody wants Andrea Belotti, which you know obviously makes sense. He's amazing, but you know, yeah, it, it's like it it's it's not sometimes it's not realistic because you know if. If uh, if 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 Torino's gonna ha- gonna have a gonna have a high, you know, gonna try drive a hard bargain, um, you know, like what are you what are you gonna do, right? You're, like we're not gonna pay 100 million euros for a striker who's had one really good season. We're not gonna pay that. Like it's not realistic. It's not logical for anybody. Um, you know, it's how it is. But uh, you know. It's Andre Silva's gonna be good, and if we get get Kalinic too for like twenty million euros, I mean that's pretty. That's not bad. Twenty million is like we're, we're rich. It doesn't really matter right now for us. Um, also, Definitely. and if you think it, good, yeah, don't worry. Um, so also, I saw that uh, Niang might be part of the deal to go back to to Fiorentina. 
So it might even be lower than 20 million euros plus Niang. Yeah. Like, like I, Niang's I, worth 11, I, 10, Niang's worth 10 million, right? Like what, what's he worth? I don't know. Uh, I think he's worth a little closer to 20, especially if you're selling, if we're selling, if we're looking to offload him in Italy, I think that we should get close to close to like 20, a little more if possible. <laughs> yeah, right, a hundred, like Belotti. <laughs> uh, like um, fifteen, maybe. I think, yeah, you know, it's it's sad to think about about Young's situation, you know, where he's come along and how you know, because the kid's got immense talent. He's physical, he's fast, he's got great dribbling, he's got great shooting, but you know, it's his head that that makes mm-hmm. you wonder, you know, wh- how good he can get and. And that's and I think that Montella and Milan and everyone else has realized that and, and they may be ready to turn the page on him as good as he is. He's still got a lot of talent. He's got he's got some he's got some value and that's I, I hope that Milan include him in either a package deal for another solid player or or maybe get um, a figure above twenty million for him. You know, it's yeah. it would be good if they end up ultimately hanging on to him. I don't think it would be a bad idea. You know, he knows the club well and maybe yeah. with other star signings and, and a better team, better atmosphere. Maybe his mentality will change a little bit, and he'll and he'll look to put the team first. You know, a lot of times this season, and and previous seasons, we saw him try to do a little too much due to Milan's you know lack of threats in attack. So I think that he tried to you know, in in a way, put the team on his back and basically <laughs> at doing so. And that's what I think that ended up driving him out um, this past season. But if if he were looking to stay, and if and if he is, if he wants to fight for a spot, I think he'd add good depth to the team. You know, he's got experience, but I I definitely think that Milan can can get some good cash out of him. No, for sure. And it's gonna be interesting of uh, you know who goes, uh, you know who leaves and stuff like that. Um, you know, just let's move it on here. We have yeah. a few. There's a few more targets we're looking at. You know, other than Kalinic. So we already signed Musaccio, center back. Rodriguez, a left back. Kessie, uh, a midfielder, and a striker, and Andre Silva. So now it's time to secure a right back and secure a left winger, and then and then bring in Dehosh and bring in depth depth moves. So. You know, we're uh, Calcio Mercato just tweeted right now exclusive AC Milan closing in their fifth summer signing. Milan have made some steps forward towards the signing of uh, Andrea Conti from Atalanta. Um, so the player's agent, we heard that for the last week that he actually conf- his agent confirmed that Conti has agreed personal terms with Milan and that he wants to join Milan. And that's it, like he wants to leave as Atalanta and he wants to join Milan. Um, and now, uh, and then uh, Percassi, or Percasso, Percassi, Atalanta's uh, uh, director said that said that uh, you know we're, he's unsellable. Like we haven't heard about this. And apparently they patched things up. Um, and Calcio Mercato says, according to their sources, Milan have offered twenty million euros plus Luca Vido and Gianfilippo Felicioli, so two of their academy products um, for the for Conti. So. If they can, if uh, if they can, you know, agree to that, I think they're saying that Felicioli needs to agree to go to Atalanta. Then it looks like Milan will have their fifth summer signing. Um, Andrea Conti would be a really good signing for the right back. Uh, him with you know Abati as a backup, or you know, bouncing back and forth. Because Abati, I don't think he should leave. He actually had a good season last year before he was injured. So, um, and you know, even maybe Calabria. I'm not sure they're gonna put him on loan or even more depth. I'm not really sure. But uh, Conti would be a really good signing for $20 million and a few players. You know, you're not breaking the bank, and this is a player that's going to be a part of Italy's future and a part of your future. He's young, and he's Definitely. good. Definitely. What, what, yeah, what do you think? I think I think he's great. I think he's a signing that we definitely need. Like I said, you know, Milan are back in Europe, so they're going to need depth in almost every position. And I agree with what you said about, about this thing. I think that, I think that Conti's signing will get sorted out soon. And once that happens, you know, he's – there's there's obviously a big difference in hierarchy from Milan to Atalanta, you know, and as good as as good a year as Conti had last season, you know, it's hard to say that he'll have the same. Uh, there's no doubt that he will definitely improve the squad, but I think it's important for him to come to Milan and um, and have someone like Abate to you know to kind of mentor him and help him you know help him realize what what it's like to to play for this club, you know, to play for the badge. Abate has been around for a long time. He's uh, he's one of our captains and. And I think that having having him in that position would be huge. Conti, absolutely, he was easily, in my opinion, the best fullback in the league last year. We all saw what he did on offense, and obviously, 
we all saw how how high Atalanta finished up in the table. So I think I think he's he's great. Like you said, he's the future of Italy. So if we can lock him down, we'll we'll have two two of Italy's starting defenders in our lineup prior to the World Cup, and I think that's big. I like that Milan are going for for young players, and I think that we do need to represent uh, the Italian national team a little more, especially in, in defense. You know, the past few years has been all Juve, and and I, I think that Milan are looking to change that a little bit. You know, Conti was, like I said, one of the best right backs, and I, I heard that there was a lot of interest from him. So the fact that not only are we join, are we close to him, but the fact that he wants to to come and and, and join our project that that speaks volumes. You know, it was a club more pool and. And it gives it gives us the that they need. I think he he would be great in a three five two four three three. He uh, with with him him and Rodriguez on the opposite side. Like that is some nice nice uh, offensive power. Oh, for the, sure. In the yeah. attacking third, so I think I think for his price it'll be good. And I also think that it's smart for me then to send an academy academy projects. We all know how Atalanta is at developing at developing players. They're also in Europa League. They'll look to you know hopefully. Uh, go far in that, and they'll, I'm sure they'll they'll want to repeat the league campaign that they had. So, adding two youngsters like that, it, it'll be good for for the league. It'll be good for Milan and and for the players themselves. Hopefully, they can develop into some top talent, and then if they do, maybe Milan can bring him back at some point. I think I think it's important that that they do business with uh, with lower lower tier clubs and and send talent over to them because you know it helps it helps the the culture of the game and it helps. It helps promote promote talent in Italy, and I think it's important. I, 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 that's another signing that I think would be amazing. You know, he's got Conti's got a lot of a lot of suitors, a lot of teams where he could have started, and you know, it, the fact that he chose to stay in Italy and chose Milan as his preferred destination is is huge for the team, and and I think that we're gonna see even more of that to come, not only this summer but in future transfer windows. No, for sure, he's gonna be a good target. So hopefully, we can lock him up soon. We have, I think, we have a meeting this Friday. Uh, Fredo Padula said this Friday or Saturday or something to try to close the deal. Um, there's a in the live chat right now as they're having a conversation. They're talking. They're telling us to talk about Forsberg. So Emil Forsberg uh, for RB Leipzig last year, amazing player. Um, you know the Swedish international. The guy had, the guy had nineteen assists in the league last year. Like nineteen assists? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Eight goals and nineteen assists and twenty-seven appearances. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's he's, insane. He's unreal, and I like that he's very, very tactical. You know, like um, Leipzig. You know, they came out and obviously they they shocked people in the beginning of the season. They did a lot of they did you know they beat a lot of teams and they. And they retained their spot. I think they finished second, right, or third, something like that. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they said they finished second. Yeah, and he he spoke highly of the club. You know, he even expressed that um, Champions League is not a priority. And yeah. it's another signing that you know, if Milan are able to lock him down, that's the guy. The guy's a baller. He's you know, he's a playmaker. He he's smart. He's technical. He's a good passer. He's a leader. And I think that if Milan will are able to lock him down and that just improves the team's creativity by a mile but thousands of miles actually so no no exactly i i hope i hope it happens i hope it happens i know that the swedish media are talking a lot about it and saying that it's close to being done and uh to be honest it wouldn't surprise me if it's close to being done considering how the whole andre silva movement yeah you don't even know these things yeah. well, we know Forsberg's in milanello right now yeah <laughs> Well, Emil Forsberg, if you look him on Google, all of the articles that come up, he said, like, it was him talking about Milan saying, oh, Milan's fantastic. Their project's coming up. He was talking so good about us. He's like, I might leave. You know, like, he's a perfect left winger for us. He, imagine a front line of, of Suzel, Andre Silva, and Emil Forsberg. It, it has quality all around, right? Absolutely. And then in behind them, you got Giacomo Bonaventura, Frank Kessie, and Lucas Belia, just for example. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a solid team. That's a that's a team that can easily finish top four in uh, in Serie. A. I think I, I and think they can make a run, and they can make a run for Europa League. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be an interesting thing to see in the season because I I do think that Milan, if they build the right squad, they can definitely win the the Europa League. But it'll be interesting to see what they prioritize. You know, like maybe after January, considering where they're. They're, where they're at in the league table and, and, and how it's looking in Europa League, I think it'll be it'll obviously as a fan you want you want the club to try and go for both 
titles, but I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see if if they prioritize their their league position more than Europa League because mm-hmm. we all know that the ultimate goal is to get into Champions League. Yeah, thereafter. So it'll be yeah, well, yeah, I think, well, I think yeah. Forsberg is going to help a lot. So well, they might they, they might even do it like Man United, like Manchester United did, right? They kind of start really caring about the league in the last month and only prioritize Europa League. Yeah, exactly. And they that's they got to the Champions League, right? So. Yeah. So, um, we'll you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, so, Emil Forrest would be a really good target. I feel like we can get him for, like, some, like, 20 million, 25 million euro, which I spent on him. He's he got 18 assists. I mean, it's pretty – it's pretty – it's insane. Um, yeah, so let's talk about – I don't know. I, I want to move on to the Donnarumma situation. But so, for, so some departures. Um, uh, let's see. So, Allegri said the Shilio they're not interested in him. Um, whatever. So, and then, but then Sky just said Deshilio could become a target for Juventus if Liechtenstein leaves. Deshilio, you can leave, man. Like, I don't care anymore, honestly. Like, if you, like, the guy's been flirting with Juve for way too long, in my opinion. Like, you can't, you just can't do that. Like, yeah, I think, I think it would be a little, I, I, I think the way he's handled himself has been, Kind of poorly, you know. You do have to understand that he was he was under a lot of criticism by the fans. Oh yeah, but so was the entire team, and and I, I think that if he were to leave, you know, he's a he's a Milan youth product. He's he's been captain. I think that if Milan decides to offload him, I I, I don't see him doing it to Juve. I, I really don't. I don't think, to be honest, um, despite his age, I don't think that the the is better than Lichtsteiner in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's. I think he's mentally weak. I think he can be very good. He's he's good tactically, and he's and he's got a lot of qualities. But I don't. I don't know if if, if he's mentally strong enough to to continue to be at Milan and face criticism. But if the club decides to keep him, I think he has good depth and he's experienced, and and we'll have to to support him and and hope that that he gets back to a good level. But I I I sure hope that Milan don't offload him to Juve. That would be a that'd be a big big slap in the face for both parties. Yeah, no, you're right about the shield. He's got a weak mentality. He's like, I don't know, just has no emotion, you know? Like he, wore, he wore the armband for a few games, too, like for a lot of games, too, and he just has no emotion. He just doesn't care, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I've never, I've never really noticed any, you know, I don't think he's the kind of player that, that, that can become a leader, you know, as much as he, he he's, you know, he's worked through the ranks at Milan and as talented as he is, I don't know if he's got it in him to be a leader and and I think that the club's starting to realize that now. But um, we'll see if I think if the whole if the Conti moves, if the Conti move, uh, um, you know, ends up happening, which I think it will, then then we can see the Shiglio being closer to leaving. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll join Chelsea because it seems like only Antonio Conte can get the best out of him. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I to be if I had a preference, I'd rather sell him abroad, not in Italy, because if he does become good, I don't want to play against him again because yeah, right? I hate that. Um. Yeah, no, it's whatever. Honestly, the Shilio, you can leave. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see who leaves. Cause we, we, we met Torino today for Zapata and stuff, too. We have to sell, right? We have to make some money back. So, um, it'll be interesting to see who leaves. Um, yeah. So, let's move on. This is going to be the last segment of, uh, of, the, of today's show. Talk about for we'll probably rant on a bit. Let's talk about the Gianluigi Donnarumma situation. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the saga that's been going on for a while. And... Honestly, to be front about it, it's pissed a lot of Milanisti off, including myself. Um, I even wrote an article for the Gentleman Ultra last week saying, come on, like an open letter to Donnarumma saying, come on, stay. Like, you know, basically listing reasons why he should stay here and, and why, the, you know, it'd be the best, uh, it'd be the best thing to stay here for his career. But obviously, it is, he didn't read any of his English. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> basically, honestly, like, I I like here's my here's my uh like take on on G Joe. I, I like like I, I don't know. I, I don't even I can't I don't even know what to say anymore, Roger. Honestly, I got, he's he's really gotten to you. Like, like, it's, honestly, it's like I I, I loved him. Like, I used to talk so highly about him. I was you know he's gonna be the best goalie in the world. He's one of the best shot stoppers in the world right now. And I want him to be here. But now with all of this, and we, we don't really know, because it, it, it could be just his agent controlling him, but he hired his agent, right? So it's like, I don't, he, he lost a lot of respect to Milanisti. A lot, to a lot of them. If you yeah, go into the, the, you go into the, 
Roger, go on his Instagram. Check out all those, check out all the, all those comments on all of his pictures. He's getting he's getting slaughtered on on every What's post. like like he's gotta he's gotta realize you know what are you doing? Like he's gotta realize that if he's gonna be a part of us, you, you stay or you don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like don't play games with us. Absolutely. I think I I don't think any player is bigger than the club and as as talented as he is and you know as much as I want him to stay. I, you know, the club's always going to come first and, and that's what he needs to realize. And that's what a lot of people are realizing too. And, you know, he's 18. He's probably the best teenage talent in the world. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, you, I, I, I tried to look at, 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 at all at this whole saga from his perspective, you know, he's got to, you know, he's, he does have to, you know, look after his future and he wants to make sure that he's going to be in the right club and that the club's got, you know, the right aspirations to, you know, to be successful, which I think they do. Look at the team they're building up. I think that that's, um, I, you know, we we all heard that Rayola wanted uh, guarantees about Milan's project on what was going to be happening in the future. And Roger, I think that proved himself so far. Yeah. 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 Sorry, you cut out for a few seconds there. Yeah. So, so I think that I, I, I think he, I think he's a little too, uh, too in, in over his head. I think, you know, he's eighteen. He's getting offered a contract higher than than the best goalkeeper on the planet, Buffon, and I think he'd be he'd be stupid not to sign. I definitely think he wants to stay. He's he's he's, uh, pointed that out plenty of times, but. I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday. I, I unfortunately, as much as I hate to admit it, I don't, I don't see him staying at Milan forever if, if he continues to be Mino Raiola's agent. Yeah. I, I don't, I, you know, we all know how he was with Pogba at Juve. I, it's, it's the same thing happening with Donnarumma right now. Yeah. Yeah. On renewal talks, creating a lot of uncertainty, a lot of rumors, and, you know, as good as he is, I, I don't know if there's a lot of clubs lining up right now to deal with. With an a little with an eighteen year old and a and a, uh, a very annoying agent, if you will, I I think yeah. I think he, I think he'd be pretty silly not to sign. And I do I do still think that he will, but you know he he definitely he's definitely uh, lost a lot of fans because of his. You know he should he should be prioritizing the club. You know it's hard to say that if he was in any other team, if instead think if if he had signed for any other team that's not Milan, it's hard to say that he'd be starting goalkeeper right now. No, yeah, for sure, and, and that's what he has to take into account. Milan brought him into the soccer world. They gave him a, de- a debut at an age that kids are dreaming of playing at, and I think he needs to take that into account. You know, the clubs give you know they, they've put them in the posi- in the position that he's at right now, and he can be he can earn a lot of money at what eighteen years old. That is ridiculous. So I think that he needs to get his head sorted out. I think he needs to, you know. Speak to the management clearly. I think he needs to sign, and I think he needs to apologize to the fans for everything that's happened. You know, they they've supported him from yeah. day one, and and I don't know. I think uh, I think I think he'll need to to earn earn a lot of that respect back if if he does ultimately end up signing, which I think he will. But you know, it's uh, it's definitely unnecessary stress and drama that uh, being added to all of this, and I think it all should have been resolved by now. But I don't know. He's like Fasona said yesterday. He he has an agent who's very good at his job, and I don't think that I don't think that I don't know if Milan will want to put up with that in the future. What happens if Gigi renews and in five years they want to offer him another deal and and Raiola just you know wants to play the same game again? I I think Milan turned the page on him and go after someone else. Honestly. Yeah. No. For sure. And it's like I totally agree and. He just like I like him, but like someone said it yesterday. I think it was AC Milan UK. He said that he tweeted saying, um, basically, like if if we keep Donnarumma, you know, it's gonna be great because he's a great keeper and whatever and whatnot. But he, I, I we we don't love him as much as we do as we did back in January, February. But unless the only unless he he comes out renews and said I'm sorry for the sad guy I I apologize to the fans but I'm I'm here and I want to be here that's the only way I'll forgive him to be honest like forgive him entirely yeah that and maybe fire Raiola right after oh if he he's so he's so close to their family though like he always all his Instagram stories he's with like Raiola brothers and stuff like that yeah, like, it's, yeah. Like, what are you doing 
Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I, I think, you know, I, like I said, I think is a great businessman. He looks after his clients, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like with, with, with some of, with some of his clients and more specifically Gigi right now, I think I, you would think that the player will has, has a, the biggest impact than anything else. And if, if Don Ruma wants to sign and he said that he wants to sign, he wants to stay, then why hasn't he done it by now? That's, that's yeah. the real question. You, you, you hear him talk all the, you know, kiss the badge and saying how much he loves his club and how much he wants to stay. Yeah, here. exactly. He wishes to stay here for many years. And I feel like if, if, if that were really true, if that were really what he wanted, then he would have signed by now, regardless of what needs aren't being satisfied or, or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I can't see him at Milan forever. If, if he stays with Mino Raiola, I, I really can't. No, you're right. And I agree. And it's just, I, I just hope this whole saga is over, but Roger, you probably haven't been looking because you're probably on your phone right now. Um, Gazette de la, Gazette, Gazette de la Sport, sorry. Uh, GDS just reported. I'll read it out to you. Okay. You're going to be a little happy. You'll probably be pretty happy for this. Okay. Oh, boy. Fasone and Raiola have reached an agreement for the renewal of Donnarumma at $4.5 million plus bonuses. But there will be a clause in his deal. I think they're listening to our podcast. At the, <laughs> at the moment, that clause is unknown. But it is very likely that the clause has something to do with entering the Champions League. That that makes sense. That that makes a lot of sense. I I hope that now I hope that now I really hope we, we, we make Champions League, but I you know it's it it's hard to say how things are gonna end up considering how this renewal went. I, yeah. I you know, Good to hear that they reached an agreement. I, I sure hope to see an announcement on, on Milan's account soon. Yeah, and they said that he'll earn four and a half million plus bonuses a year till wow. two thousand till two thousand twenty two. Be a five year contract. Um, that's big. And, yeah, and to, it's, they said GDS saying tomorrow Fasone and Raiola will meet together to draft the contract. So they're saying that. They're saying that they already have an agreement and tomorrow they're going to meet because they're going to meet anyways tomorrow. They're going to meet and draft and draft the contract. They're going to draft and sign the contract. Well, let's, let's hope it's true, man. I, that's, this is something that, that Milan, I think they expected to get out of the way way sooner. So, I, you know, like I said, I, I do think he'll renew. I think everyone else could expect that. But, you know, it's, 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 it's good to get it out of the way. It's good to, to see that, you know, like I said, the player, the player's will is going to count a lot. And hopefully, you know, if we don't make Champions League for, you know, next season, hopefully Donnarumma will still say, I want to stay here. I want to keep developing. I want to keep fighting for this team. You know, I think, yeah. I think he owes that to the club in a way. You know, he's, he's 18. And it, like I said earlier, it's hard to tell whether he'd be at the same spot if he were in the other club. So yeah. I think he owes it a lot to Milan and, you know, Hopefully, uh, that's that's great news. Hopefully that uh, hopefully he he renews and then all this drama can end soon and, and and we keep him for for a few more years. Yeah, no, he needs to realize that he's not. He can't be a prima donna. You stay with the club. It's like the Milanisti had a banner to I think it was to Pato or something years ago. Those who love Milan don't call their agent. It's. <laughs> That's a good one. There's a great banner. It was if you look it up on Google, it'll come I I put it in my article. Like it was in my article for Gentleman Monstro. Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah so it, it's just it's true though. Like you know what I mean? Like it, those who love Milan don't call their agent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and 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 I think he he should. Uh, I, I don't. You know, I we all we all know that you know player agent relationships are. You know, very tight, and you know the the agents always. You can always expect your agents to to look after players first. But I think if if Gigi wants to stay at Milan and he wants to continue there, then he should put an end to all this, sign, and and not let it happen again. Yeah. You know, if there are clauses that allow him to leave, I think that's going to come down to him. Like if Milan don't make Champions League next season, I'm pretty sure a clause like that would, would suggest that he will have the right to leave or he'll have the right to leave if the club doesn't make Champions League. And I hope that if, if that does happen, if, if Milan don't get into Champions League, I, I still think, I still hope that, that he stays and that he, uh, he wants to continue to fight. You know, like he's got another 20 years in front of him. He is very, very far from even reaching his full potential. So I, I hope that, I hope that he re- pays the club for, for yeah 
And Rodrigo, I, I just asked, we have a live chat here in the YouTube. I just asked, said, have you guys lost, because there's a bunch of people having a conversation, I said, have you lost some respect for Donnarumma? Christian says, absolutely. Asan says, sadly, yes. Shuff Lee says, you mean Dollaruma? <laughs> Shorn Lohman says, yes. Jared says, for sure, but not to the point of insulting him. And Shuff Lee says that Raiola has infected Donnarumma and that a player that has a love like Gattuso is needed. She's yeah. right. I love Gattuso. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think Raiola's the big problem here. You know, everyone, you know, anyone who follows Calcio knows what kind of an agent he is. He's easily one of the best in the world, but he's also one of the most annoying to deal with. And you know, I, I do think that Milan's or Donnarumma's going to have to turn, turn back some of that respect because this is all carried out far too long. Yeah. And, you know he's he's a young kid, and 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 the behavior that we've seen from him, and and you know the the fact that they stalled that he stalled so much, and, and his response is really bad. I I read yesterday. I don't know how true it is, but I read that I think it's Di Marcio that reported that um that that Milan tried to contact Donnarumma, and he didn't even bother to reply. Yeah, he didn't reply yesterday, but he's yeah. under he's on international duty. So yeah, I you know you got you got to understand a little bit, but you know if. If if the club no, has been know. you know has been trying to renew you the whole time and they're looking to you know to lock you down and make you a pillar for the future, I I think I think it's a little disrespectful from this part. You know, again, we it don't is. know how true it is. We don't know one yeah. side, but but definitely, I've definitely lost a little bit of respect for him. I I still think he's really talented. I'm going to continue to support him as long as he's defending our goal. But I I think he needs to he needs to earn back some of that respect, and I I'm, I have no problem thinking that he will I yeah think so. yeah it's just tough because you you, you support you, are you half italian uh, i'm part yeah part yeah like so, do you support you support the azuri absolutely it, my, my problem is that if he leaves milan and he becomes the, the future of italy i can't support him for the azuri like, I, I hate him so much yeah honestly I, I, i'm kind of like that too like club comes first and you know as much as i support italy i'll uh, you know i'll I'm gonna support more of the 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 Milan players representing the Azzurri and, and not anyone else. No, exactly, and um, like I just don't like I, like if he leaves Milan, I actually hope he doesn't get the starting job for Italy. <laughs> yeah, maybe Pulizzari will will give him a go for it. Or like Scafet or uh, Merit. Merit, yeah. There's a lot of options, and and I I think I think that. Um, I don't know. I feel like the kid's a little, a little in over his head. You know, he's an immense talent. He's really good, but, and yeah, you know, the goalkeeper position is is important for a club that wants to succeed. And and there's no doubt that, you know, in the future and even now, there's a lot of clubs that are interested. But, you know, he's 18. He's at you know one of Europe's biggest clubs historically. One of the one of the upcoming clubs now. We've got a clear path that we're building a strong team. And if you know, he he can become part of that. You know, he can become he can become the the pillar of that team. He can become the goalkeeper of our generation. And you know, I was hoping him. I was hoping earlier in the season that at some point we'd give him the the captain's armband. Armband, considering how much he loves the club and, and and all of that. But I I see that far from happening right now, considering how everything's turned out. No, yeah, exactly. And apparently, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Raiola got mad at Fasone because Fasone tried to get because they wanted an answer for yesterday, right? Right. So he right. tried to contact. Um, what is it? He tried to contact. Oh, he tried to contact him directly. I think. Yeah, he contacted him directly. Tried to get an answer, and I think like he just didn't give him what he said. Like, I, he has to talked to my agent, whatever, right? And and Raiola got mad that he didn't go through him and then like they, they were they were really mad at each other and then Mirabelli had to come in and say whoa, whoa everybody chill out everybody chill out and then yeah so I don't know I'm not sure um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out like I said I think he'll renew but he's going to have to to earn back yeah he's going to have to earn back you know what it's basically what what you got to do you can't you know you, you kiss the badge all the time it's time for action it's time for action Stay at Milan, you know, have a video saying, Milan Isti, I love you, I, I love the club, I want to be here, and I want to be, uh, uh, I want to be here on the road back to success, because we have a good project coming up, so. Yeah, you know, he's going to be playing in Europe finally, he's, you know, I don't, he, there's, I don't, I don't think he missed an entire game last season, it's, I doubt that he'll miss any game coming, coming 
upcoming season. So you know he's got he's he's got a, a shot at something right now. He's something something big. If he goes somewhere, <laughs> court, there's different expectations, there's different competition, different culture, and right now he's at at the club that signed when he was little, the club that he's a fan of, the club that gave him a shot at 16 years old, and I think I think he he owes it a lot to me. Like he owes he owes he owes a lot to the team, and and. I'm I'm sure that he's aware of that, and I, I hope that I hope that he chooses to to repay the club for many years because if Milan are able to to hang on to him even for the, just the next ten years, that would be huge. He's he's a great goalkeeper. It's you know it's hard to say we would have finished in Europe if we didn't have him on our team this season. No, exactly. I totally agree. Um, yeah. So that's probably gonna wrap it up now. I've been talking for a while. You know, we'll definitely see. Hopefully, this GDS report is true. They're not really reliable, but. Hopefully it's true, and tomorrow will be <clears throat> hashtag Donnarumma Day. I hope. I, we'll see. Let's but hope. Guys, so, yeah, let's sure hope. I know. So, guys, before, I guess Mike Mike just texted me and said he got his tickets, but he's too late now. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm sure we, we, we locked it down pretty good. Yeah, we locked it down for him. So, at least he got his tickets. So, that's good. So, Mike will be back for the next episode. Uh, Rodrigo will definitely be back maybe next episode if he's available. Honestly, yeah. uh, we, we definitely want Rodrigo to come back. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I think we had a lot. We had way more. I think it's the most live listens we've had. We've had like, you know, a lot of different live. I saw the numbers. It kept going up and down past 20 live listeners. So really appreciate listening. Um, you know, we're going to try to keep as consistent as possible, especially in the summer months in this Mercato talk. Um, if there's nothing really to report on the Mercato, we're probably not going to have an episode just because, you know, we can't really fill it up. Because not really much to talk about, but with Milan's Mercato and everything's happening, honestly, it's different news all the time. So stay tuned uh, on Twitter. Follow Rodrigo on Twitter. I think it's T, T Palomo Seven, right? Yes. Yeah, cool. T Palomo Seven. You can follow me at Luke underscore Laporta. And yeah, stay tuned, guys. It's gonna be big Mercato week. Hopefully, we can secure Conti soon and Donnarumma renewal. So Rodri, thanks so much for coming, for coming out. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no worries. Okay, and uh, everybody, see you later. This is Luca. Ciao ragazzi, ciao Rodrigo.